G'day. Welcome to For the Love of Brick, a podcast where I talk to people from all over the world about their love of Lego. This week's episode is going to be a little different. Um, I decided about a week and a bit ago, right before Christmas, to reach out to some people and ask them if they could give me examples of how Lego has helped them through 2020, this dumpster fire of a year. Um, And a few, thankfully, got back to me. So I'm going to be reading out or playing their responses to how Lego has helped them through 2020. Um, But first, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself because I never do. Uh, And you're probably really wondering after 18 or so episodes, who is Greg? Um, Well, I'm, well, I was going to say 35. I'm 41. Uh, (laughs) I live in Melbourne, Australia, and I'm an AFL, and I work in the arts industry as an audiobook producer, but also an audiovisual technician at a theatre. So 2020 has been a tough one for my industry. So uh, why did I start doing the podcast? Well, as I said, I do audiobooks and podcasts for a living, and I'd never... Like, I've had people ask me to do podcasts before. Like, they're like, oh, you know, you do stand-up comedy. Do you want to do a podcast about that? No, there's a million of them. Oh, do you want to, you know... And I'd never been passionate about anything enough to go, I think the world needs to hear my side of it um, until Lego. And so I thought, why not do it? Now, I wasn't going to do reviews or talk about parts or anything like that because at the end of the day, I am terrible with names and numbers and podcasts are not a good visual medium. And no one needs to hear my view on Lego sets. I think they're all great. Um, And I break them pretty much as soon as I built them anyway and repurpose them into my wall of Lego. In saying that, if you do want to send me some sets to review, I will review them. (laughs) But so, yeah, that's why I started the podcast. Well, not even why. That's sort of why I started thinking about doing the podcast And then I thought, well, there's a lot more to it than just building sets uh, or mocking. You know, there's so many interesting avenues in doing Lego. You know, as we've heard over the year, there's toy photographers, counselors, people working with the elderly with it. There's artists. There's just regular mockers. There's so many people in this world and there's more that i'm finding out about Uh, you know there's blogs and everything so you know there's so many different avenues that people embrace lego so that's why i decided to do it and i think it's been pretty good and hopefully you all enjoyed it um because there's plenty more to come so now I've asked people, as I said, to give me their example of how Lego has helped them this year uh, through this dumpster fire train wreck of a year. Um, So I would be a bit of a jerk if I didn't give you how it helped me. Now, my one is 
it's one of the it basically directly involved COVID. Basically, um, you know, like doing the podcast with uh, my wife Kim helping me has been, you know, it's been great. It's helped us. It's bring us closer together, um, and it's given me something to focus on. So that you know, that in itself is a brilliant thing. But the time that resonated with me most through through COVID was when I became a close contact of someone who developed COVID. Now, I live in Melbourne, and by this time, I think we were in ah oh, month one of stage three lockdown, something like that. Uh, so, you know, we'd been in lockdown for a bit, uh, heading into stage four, which was loads of fun, but I'm a homebody, so I sort of embraced it anyway. But um, so, yeah, I was a really close contact with someone that developed COVID. So I actually had to quarantine myself in a separate room from my family only to leave to go to the toilet or have a shower. Um, my wife would bring me up food um, for you know breakfast, lunch, dinner, blah, blah, blah. Um, if I left the room, I'd have to wear a mask. Um, yeah, it was, it was, and it's a tiny room I was in. It was my Lego room, uh, is my Lego room, uh, which sort of was good, but yeah, sleeping on a, on an air mattress. So it was sort of the pits and I know you're like, oh, you're getting food bought to you. You get to play Lego. That's awesome. Yes and no. You know, I had my, he was two then, two year old, uh, on the other side of the door screaming why he couldn't see me um so you know it sort of it was a sucky time uh the only time i got to see my wife or child for those two weeks was basically via zoom and it was also super hard for kim as well because she had to deal with a toddler and work all by herself so again i thank her for that immensely um so being around lego <laughs> helped take my mind off it um, you know, I was able to, you know, I, I did a lot of mocks in that time because that's all I could do. It was build Lego or stare at a wall or, you know, watch some Netflix and don't, don't worry. There was some Netflixing and Legoing going on at the same time, but it helped me center myself and not escape, but take my mind off the situation. Um, and I think that's about the time I built my samurai oh need a lot of patience for that one um so yeah that's how it helped me it just anytime i felt stressed especially during that time i'd just build um and it's the same for like just during covid in general it just allowed me to escape and create some wonderful things and also do my podcast and get all my guests lined up for future episodes and edit. And when I asked the guests uh, about their experience, they either had the choice they could record it themselves or they could send me the written version and myself or Kim would read it out. And so Kim's got a couple to read out. But first, she's got Megan Lum's story. Now, you may remember Megan from the Women's Brick Initiative episode. Uh, I think it's episode nine. If you don't, go back and check it out after this. Over to you, Kim. 
This year, in addition to the stresses that the pandemic brought, I was faced with a job change and an 800-mile move. I've been building for years, but with sets coming in the door one or two at a time, it's easy for one, or say one spouse, to lose track of how many sets you've squirreled away in different closets and out-of-the-way corners. Pro tip, if you have to move, your spouse will find out just how much Lego you have. After the usual comments from my husband about too much Lego, I walked in on him having a conversation, virtually of course, with a friend, bragging about my Lego collection, telling them there must have been at least eight boxes full of nothing but Lego. Actually, I interjected, there were a bit more than eight. More, he said? Was there another four boxes behind them? Actually, a bit more than that. More than that? Just how many boxes were there? By now, our friend, who is familiar with my Lego hobby, is laughing. A lot. Well, 25. 25? Where's all that Lego going to go? And that is how I got my own Lego room in our new house, with plenty of room for more than 25 boxes of Lego. Thanks, Kim, for reading that. And uh, thanks, Megan, for that story. <laughs> I think all our partners have, <laughs> have um, experienced that, haven't they? With like, hang on, where's all this Lego come from? Um, so, yeah, I think we could all relate to that story. <laughs> thanks, Megan. Next up, I've got Marco from 100legostories.com. Uh, I met Marco the other day when he reached out to ask me if I could do a story for him. Um, about why I started the podcast and a little bit about my Lego journey. And so I did a story. Um, go check it out. Um, but I thought I'd ask him if I could get a response from him, from him about how Lego has helped him through 2020. And so he gave me an excerpt from his story, which is the first story, obviously, um, in his 100 Lego stories website so go check it out for the full story but i'm just going to read an excerpt when i build lego outside expectations disappear no one is watching i can follow instructions or experiment i can go fast or slow i can build it alone or with family i can be nervous happy anxious or tired it doesn't matter because suddenly it's only me connecting with myself. Everything else disappears. Even if only for a moment, I am at peace. During those moments, everything is awesome. And I really like that um, excerpt because it does, it resonates with me. Uh, and I think it actually resonates with a lot of people as well. Um you know, because that's why we do it, because it makes us happy. It takes us out of our space so we can concentrate on something else. So again, Marco, thanks for that. Uh, and thanks for letting me be part of 100legostories.com. Check it out. So next up, Kim's going to read Loretta Sanford's story. Uh, you may remember Loretta from, well, literally my last episode, which was Unleash. Um Beautiful story, beautiful person, and a beautiful initiative. So go check it out. But here's the story. 2020 was a difficult year for me. It started with learning that the treatment for my mum's cancer had stopped working and had spread throughout her body. So everything stopped for me. I just worked from home, spending time with my mum. 
I'd built with her a friend flower set for her windowsill and we talked about the pilot program I had just finished with Unleash, Lego building with older adults and our next steps. My mum decided she had a good life and decided to stop all treatment and enjoy her time left in her home with family. I was holding her hand when she took her last breath. Of course my mum was special, generous, kind and understood me and my kids at a deep level that most people will never figure out. It created a hole in my life and grieving throughout COVID is rough. No gatherings, no social interaction with extended family and friends. Naturally I went into a funk, not finding joy in anything. But then I decided to rearrange my basement and move and reorganise my Lego supplies into another area of basement with lower ceilings. Being surrounded with Lego bricks and seeing all the colours, shapes, creations and volunteer efforts helped to pull me out of my depression and grief. I knew I could work with older adults, so I worked on my ultimate goal, educating people on the how to work with Lego, older adults and what the benefits were. I connected with Megan Lum of Women's Brick Initiative and talking about Lego lifted my spirits. She wrote a lovely article for Brickset and I was thrilled by the positive comments. I spent more time just sorting, which is a type of therapy for me and many others. Joy came into life again and then beyond that, excitement for the future and confidence that what I was doing was worthwhile and making a difference. I did my first remote workshop by Zoom for older adults in Maine. I started posting more on Instagram and I participated in your podcast. I became whole again, filled with great memories of my mum, honouring what she had taught me about giving back and I found more joy in Lego than before 2020. It renewed and awoke something in me, an indomitable spirit. Lego made me whole again and stronger. So I'm looking forward to 2021, surrounded by Lego and sharing with other Lego enthusiasts. Thanks to all who helped make it happen. Thanks, Kim, for reading that and for Loretta for sharing that truly personal story. Like We all use Lego in different ways, um, hence the podcast. And that's, I think, why we love it as well, because not so much it's a distraction, but it makes us happy especially in times of sorrow like that. So again, thanks Loretta for sharing that and thanks Kim for reading it out. Um, next up, James Pegram. Happy Christmas and a happy new year. I'm James from Brick to the Past and you may recall that we did a podcast earlier on this year and had a look at some of the work that I do with Brick to the Past. I guess for Many of you, like it has been for me, this year has been very different and it's been a great shame that for us at Break to the Past we haven't been able to get to any shows and to meet our friends and those who love to come along and look at the models that we put together. Instead what we have been able to do is spend some more time looking at history, researching and putting together some blogs and rather than putting together our large collaborative which we were going to look at the anniversary of the Pilgrim Fathers and their infamous journey to America 400 years ago, we've been able to spend some time putting together some small articles and builds, looking at the events leading up to, during and on their arrival to Cape Cod. So whilst it's been different and we haven't had that great joy of being able to put together a large model, we have been able to put together some small blogs and that's kept us going in many ways with our hobby and with our interest in history. So whilst it's not been that great 
not being able to work together in the usual ways, we've worked together in other ways and that's helped us get through these challenging, difficult times. So who knows what next year will bring. There's been some interesting changes in the last few days, weeks here in the UK and there's a thought even now that we might not get to be able to display next year, which will be a great shame, but we will keep building. We will keep researching and learning and sharing with those that follow us. So hope that that gives people some interesting content and that they can find some joy through our creations as much as we do ourselves. Once again, happy new year and thanks for your work, Greg. Bye. Thanks for recording that, James. Um, and thanks for sharing that. You know, it's, it's good you guys are able to keep building and um, researching. And especially over there in the UK at the moment, it's a bit hectic. Um, so yeah, thanks again for recording that. And it's going to be a massive year when we're all finally allowed to start displaying again. Um, so again, thanks, James. Next up, um, I'm here to thank everyone. Um, so yeah, first things first, thanks everyone who, uh, got back to me in the short time frame that I gave them, um, and gave me their personal and heartfelt stories. Um, I've got two more guests at the end, uh, so stick around for that. Um, but first, yeah, I just want to thank everyone, um, who's come on the podcast for starters, who, you know, took a chance on a on a unknown podcast uh, and went, yep, sweet, let's give it a crack. You know, all my guests, they, did, they didn't have to come on. Uh, no one knew what this was about. But, you know, everyone took time out of their day or night. Um, everyone was really accommodating. Like, you know, the way all my guests have gotten around the podcast um, once they knew what it was about has just been astounding. So, again... Thank you to them because without my guests, the podcast would be, <laughs> it'd be, it'd be like this episode, but every fortnight, it'd just be me rabbiting on and you would have all got sick of that real quick. So again, thank you very much. I'd also like to thank Dan Sharples from Brick Bracket. Dan was my first guest and <laughs> he went out on a limb with this one. He, he came to my house. And he did the podcast when no one else had done it. Uh, to Kale Frost. Again, none of my podcasts have been published at this point. And, and both these guys um, took a chance. You know, they took time out of their day to be interviewed by, well, me. Um, they didn't know what they were getting into. <laughs> it could have been a whole schmuzzle. Um, but yeah, I thank them from the bottom of my heart for saying yes, because with those two guests, not that it gave me validity, but it proved that, you know, what I wanted to be done, um, as in, you know, the format I wanted, which I'm still figuring it out, but the format that I, you know, have in my head can work on podcast form. Um, Definitely want to thank my wife, Kim. She has kept me on track and that is, that is hard to do. I am, sometimes I get too focused on Legoing or now photo photography, uh, toy photographing. Um, so yes, she has kept me on track and 
help me make this professional. Those show notes, I don't do them. She does them because I'm terrible at writing. Let's be honest. I'm doing a podcast. I'm not doing a blog. There's a reason I'm not doing a blog. Because spell check would die. And so would punctuation check. And no one needs that. Um, <laughs> I would also like to thank Raphael Crooks uh, for the theme music you hear at the start and end of my podcast, uh, Ukulele Fun by Raphael Crooks. And for the artwork, Emma Kelson, uh, good friend of ours. Yeah, she's she basically did the uh, the artwork of the minifig, so and the writing and all the pretty stuff that is my branding. So Emma, thank you very much. Oh, I thank my mum, my dad. No, um, I'd also like to thank you, uh, the people that listen. Um, you know, obviously without you guys, I am just talking to the wind. Um, you know, it's, again, I didn't think I'd get many people listening, um, but I have, you guys have grown and you've, you've gotten stable. Yeah. Thank you for taking an hour out of your day every fortnight to listen to me rabbit on and to listen to all the people that come onto my podcast, um, is truly rewarding. Um, and also a special thanks to the five people <laughs> who have who have given me stars on uh, Apple Podcast, um, yeah, you know, so I'd like to thank them, um, which is myself, my wife, my dog, and two real people. So thank you uh, <laughs> for those. Um, you don't have to, but yeah, thanks for that. It, um, it again means a lot. Now. Um, yeah, I'm going to, this is the shortest episode you're ever going to get out of me. Uh, as you can tell, I don't like talking a lot. That's why you become an interviewer. You let the interviewee do all the talking. Speaking of interviewees, I've already got a lot lined up for next year. So, so here's to another year. Uh, look out in early January. I've got a special podcast coming out for Brickvention, which is Melbourne's Lego convention. Uh, this year it's online and I'm just doing a special podcast for them. Um, it will be released in this area. Now, before I go, because uh, I'm going to do an outro on this one, you're just going to get the last two uh, speakers. But before I go, thank you very much again for listening. Uh, Merry Christmas. I uh, hope next year isn't as much of a dumpster fire as this year. And I hope Santa brings you a lot of Lego and you have fun building it. My last two guests, Alice Finch, who you'll remember from the episode with the Women's Brick Initiative, and Kale Frost from my second podcast. Um, and they're in that order. So again, Merry Christmas and see you next year. Hello, everyone. This is Alice Finch wishing you a very happy holiday and winter or summer solstice, depending on where you are in the globe. I hope everyone has a chance to build something that brings a bit of cheer to you and others. And here's to hoping everyone stays safe and healthy. Happy New Year! G'day guys, Kale Frost, Frostbricks here, wishing everybody in the For Love of Brick family a very, very Merry Christmas and, and season's greetings. And you guys are awesome, right? You are. You know it. You're awesome. And like 2020, it's been a rough year, right? Uh, if you've made it this far, 
congratulations, achievement unlocked. And Greg had asked me to talk a little about the kind of things that have helped me through 2020. And the big one really is just the ability to say, go to the rainy day cupboard with the kids, grab out a sec, sit down and just build because it's a way of reminding myself and, and reconnecting myself with the things that really matter in my life. And, th and that's my kids, that's my family. And I'm guessing there's a lot of you out there that have those kind of same values. Uh, so yeah, this Christmas, just make sure you take time to reconnect with your family, build a Lego set or whatever, you know, whatever it is, and, and just remind yourself of the little things that matter. And thank you for being part of the Love of Brick family. And again, a very Merry Christmas season greetings, uh, however you roll, whatever holiday you're celebrating. Hope it's awesome. Cheers, guys. Well, that's it for this week's and year's episode of For the Love of Brick. I know I said I wouldn't be back, but I lied. I can't listen to this music without having myself say something at the end so again thank you for listening throughout the year if you haven't caught up on all the episodes go back have a listen and last but not least the better rating i have on itunes the better the guests i can get because they'll look at me like wow this guy he's going all right yeah i'll go on his podcast so please if you have the time uh, head on over to apple podcasts and just give us a rating That'll be awesome. Cheers. See you next year when we all get flying cars. <laughs>